You're listening to Real Presence Live on the Real Presence Radio Network. Join the conversation on our Facebook page or on Twitter. And be sure to like and follow us for more great Catholic content. Now, back to the show. Welcome back to the show. We're glad to be joining you today from Fisher Commons at Trinity Junior High and High School. I'm home. I My office is 100 feet away. I can't wait to grab my next cup of hot tea and hit the office and get to work today. It's been great hosting this show right here in a school that I know and love. Uh, And if we're coming to you through the RPR network, don't forget you can download that easy-to-use app on your device to catch up with daily programming via the podcast, submit prayer requests, all sorts of things you can do 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Download it now, Real Presence Live app. Spread the word to your friends. Get that app on your phone and that phone on your ear to catch up and deepen that friendship with our Lord. We are here, uh, Fisher Commons, with Dr. Mario Sacasa. Uh, Dr. Sacasa, good morning. How are you? Great. Good morning. How are you guys doing? We are well. Uh, second week of Lent. We are called to yeah. be cheerful givers. We've, we've covered a lot of territory this morning. And this next, uh, this next territory is something that's very near and dear to you. And you'll be speaking to the men of the Diocese of Rapid City about uh, what it means to be um, a man and what authentic, genuine manhood looks like, of course, in the eyes of God and the Church. Uh, remind us, uh, remind listeners, Dr. Sakasa, uh, where are you from and what you do? Tell us a little bit about yourself, please. Yeah, so I'm coming from the Archdiocese of New Orleans, Louisiana, all the way down south very far away from, from Rapid City, uh, but we're grateful to have the opportunity to be up there with you guys this weekend. And I am a Catholic therapist, and uh, for, for me, my whole career has been trying to find the point of integration between uh, the beauty and the riches of, of, our, of our tradition, of our teachings as a Catholic faith, uh, together with the, the beauty and uh, the, the research and the science of psychology and counseling, and trying to find the points of integration between both of those. So this weekend, we're going to be talking about masculinity, and, and manhood and fatherhood and, and, and what it means to, to, to be that and how to live that, um, especially now where it just seems like there's so much confusion when it comes to uh, our sexuality and how to, how to live authentically as, as the men that God has created us to be. And so we're going to dive into that this weekend and really kind of explain and explore uh, what that looks like. I can't wait for that. That's exciting. I won't be able to attend, but I want our listeners to know, Dr. Sakasa, that's an excellent journey you're making up north, away from New Orleans for a weekend, at least for a day. The Catholic Men's Conference, that's this Saturday, March 14th, uh, hosted by a Terra Sancta Retreat Center. Uh, The conference, Behold the Man, Virtue, Courage, and Hope. And the guest presenter is with us right now, Dr. Mario Sakasa, the Archdiocese of New Orleans, um, integrates or seeks to, as you were saying, um, you know, the gifts and the patrimony of the Catholic faith with, of course, the modern science of psychology and perhaps uh, the classical insight that, that that study gives us. In your mind, Dr. Sakasi, you mentioned it, right? I mean, it's, it's, I, I work on this in many levels. I'm, I'm in a Catholic school. I'm a principal of Catholic school up here. And, you know, how twisted uh, masculinity and, and male sexuality gets in today's culture and you're going to approach that very topic this Saturday with, with the men of, of Rapid City. Um, what is it in today's culture, you know, that, that we put forward as kind of the perfect man? And, and you know, what is it that we're, we're hearing, we're listening to, or reading that's not what manhood is? 
You know, can you point out some of those well, flaws? Think, yeah, absolutely. I just find that there's like two extremes uh, when it comes to how we approach the topic of masculinity and yes. culture. One, it, one, it seems like you know we watch a lot of movies or TV shows. And there seems to be the, the, the leading man nowadays almost seems like this insecure um, kind of, uh, you know, self-doubt, always in, particularly in the company of women where, where the women tend to be stronger and, and more dominant than the man, and the man's kind of maybe like a, a little nerdy. And it seems like that type of character, I, I watch a lot, I have four boys myself, and I see that, that character <laughs> kind of emerge in a lot of different, different avenues, whether it's TV shows or movies that the boys are watching, and we have to kind of talk about that. So we have this kind of insecurity on, on one hand, but on the other hand, we still have kind of the model of, of the superhero, of, of, of the, the, the hero who, who goes in and, and, and kicks down and kills the bad guys and, does, and saves the day. And, and so we see like these, almost like there's like these extremes that, that are out there, uh, where otherwise there's this hyper-violence uh, that is encouraged in masculinity or this hyper-passivity that is encouraged. And guys kind of are kind of caught in the middle. You know, it's kind of like, well... My heart yearns more for the superhero because there's something in that that I want to be the hero. I want to be the one who saves the day. But, but the world keeps telling me that maybe I just need to continue to be this passive individual and, and, and you know, settle in my insecurities, uh, specifically when it comes to, to, to relationships. So, Dr. And so I think that, that that model has been very confusing for, specifically for a lot of young people, you know, today. And where do you think... Uh, I, yeah, I can agree with you more. The two kind of extremes that miss, you know, the virtue, the medium in the middle. Where do you think that lies, yep. Doctor Sakasa, in terms of true manhood? You know, that we can, you know, in terms of true virtue, we can take these, you know, we can take pieces of the spectrum to get to the middle. You know, that's the whole point of it in terms of virtue-based, you know, behavior. As you know, and as you teach, and as you live, what does that look like? Though, where is the middle? I mean, what are maybe just to give some practical traits, things that we can see. What do both spectrums do right? that land us in the middle of what a true manhood means, authentic masculinity? Yeah, great question. That's a, that's a great question. So I think when we look at, like, the, the passive man, what he does well is that he listens and he observes. And he's, he's attentive to what the needs of the community are. Um, but he may not be able to have the, the motivation to go and go get that done. While on the other extreme, where we have, like, a superhero, he tends to be the one who kind of has the strength and the courage to go fight and to do the things that need, that, that need to be done, but maybe is a little brash, and, and isn't um, still enough to be able to hear uh, what, what, what actually has to be done and kind of just jumps in with both guns blazing and goes, goes and takes care of things. So I think if we look at those two extremes, we could say maybe the middle is, is somewhere in, in that, but we can say, okay, well, we have to be able to be patient. We have to be able to be, to be listening. We have to be able to be attentive. But we also need the, the courage and the conviction to go respond when we see evil, when we see problems in our, in our families or in our communities. Like, men have to be the ones that have to engage, and we have to step up to the plate uh, to be the protectors um, that, that God has called us to be. Do you, um, you know, do you, do you think in your experience that whether, I think a lot of it's probably intentional. That, that would be my kind of distant guess only, not real educated, maybe just kind of more anecdotal, Dr. Sakasa, but even it, it, good-willed, you know, and, and they go to Mass, and they're faith-filled, and they're committed men, husbands and fathers, but somehow, like, implicitly, right, or indirectly, they're being influenced by these two extremes, and then it affects how they live their manhood. Would you agree with that? Yeah, I absolutely would. Yeah, I certainly would. Even for single men, I would say, even more so for them, that it's like, so how do I even ask a girl out anymore? I mean, just a basic question like that, because it's like, 
Well, if I ask somebody out at like at a party or somebody that I like, it, it, am I coming across as too abrasive? Am I coming across as too assertive? Is this is this going to be misconstrued as some type of harassment when I really just want to kind of get to know her? And all that type of anxiety happens like within the, the consciousness of a, of a lot of young men. So yeah, I'm with you. What name name three or four? You know, you talked about patience. I like that. I guess I haven't really matched that a lot. But when it comes to manhood, you know, real concrete virtues or yeah, you probably want to name 15 of them, but what, what comes to you when you want to give counsel to men on what they should go after and what they want to habituate, what they want to cultivate when it comes to traits and virtues? Yeah, so that's going to be the, the big bulk of our, of our conversation this weekend, and we're going to look at a couple of virtues um, in greater detail. But the first one that comes to mind is, is meekness, um, and I think that one has been misunderstood that we, we think that meekness is just aligning with the passivity or rather, it's not. It's, it's, it's rather um, a knowledge of when to engage and, and knowing when to, to bring about that aggressiveness. Like, I, I know where do I want men to, to lose the aggressiveness, but I want men to be able to, to find, you know, fine-tune it and, and channel it appropriately. So, so that's one. And I'll say to that, you know, a story that I'll share is that my, my, my second son, I have four boys, like I mentioned, my, my 11-year-old, you know, from a young age, he's always been rough and tumble, you know, type of type of type of boy, and gets into everything, gets into a lot of trouble, which is, you know, who he is, and it's great. But a couple of years ago, I sat down with him. I said, "You know, like you got a lot of energy. It's awesome. It's beautiful. But you know, you can you can use this energy in two ways. One way, you can just be like a wildfire, which just burns everything uncontrollably. Or if we can find the right way to channel that energy and then give it its appropriate outlet, you can have that focus, and it can be like a laser. And when it's a laser, it's, it's used very deliberately, very intentionally, with a lot of concentration and, and, a, and a lot of focus that's there. And that's what I want you to do with, with that. I want you to learn how to be able to not just be this wildfire, but be able to focus on that. And I think the virtue of meekness allows that mm. to, to, to take place. Together with that, I will also add then that we need courage uh, to be able to, to um, know how to be vulnerable and, and to stand up when we need to, when we see injustices happening in the workplace, uh, when we need to you know, ask for a raise or do the things that, that we need to do um, to, to, to take care of our families. Um, and then the last one, and we will talk about this also, is that when we start living this way and we start um, being these virtuous men, this is how we then give hope to others uh, and being able to encourage them to be able to live the life that God wants them to live as well. Meekness, courage, and hope. Uh, we're yep. going to start there, and you're going to you're going to we started here. You're going to end there. Catholic Men's Conference Saturday, March 14th, Terra Sancta Retreat Center. In uh, contact more in the Diocese of Rapid City. Uh, Dr. Mario Sacasa comes from the Archdiocese of New Orleans. He's going to present "Behold the Man: Virtue, Courage, and Hope." Cost is forty dollars, which includes the conference itself, breakfast, and lunch. You can register online if you're interested. That's this Saturday, March 14th, Catholic Men's Conference, Rapid City, terrasancta.org. I'm going to say it again, terrasancta.org. We have about one minute left. Uh, Dr. Sakasa, any last insight you want to share with listeners this morning? Yeah, I just want to encourage everybody. You know, I, I recognize that it's just difficult. Navigating human relationships has always been the challenge. It's a perennial problem. I don't think there was ever one generation that got this thing figured out. Even back from the beginning, Adam and Eve messed it up, right? So there isn't like one era, one generation that, that we can look to and say they, they had it figured out. They, they knew what it meant to, to, to love appropriately. So I think the challenges that we're facing in our generation, we just need the gospel. I mean, every, every culture, every generation just needs 
to know how the gospel applies to the current circumstances. So just want to encourage people to, to continue to trust Jesus and come and join us. It's going to be an awesome weekend. Saturday, March 14th, terrasancta.org is the website. Dr. Mario Sacasa, he'll be coming up to the Diocese of Rapid City and giving, uh, which sounds like an excellent conference. Dr. Sacasa, have a great Monday. Thanks for being online. Appreciate it. Thank you. God bless you. Eli, our technical director, Real Presence Network, you're going to give to us a little snippet of next show. I sure am. Thanks, Father. Here's what's coming up on our next show. That's going to be tomorrow morning, 9 to 11 a.m. Central, from St. Andrew's Church in Brainerd, Minnesota, hosted by Deacon Dan Goshi and Father Daniel Weiske. Is there a place where women can continue exploring literature, philosophy, and theology even after becoming a mother? We'll visit with a mother who has brought this opportunity to over 1,000 women around the world. And his vocation as a priest is about to become an even more significant part of his secondary call of serving our country. In this segment, Father Sam Schneider of the Diocese of Superior will talk about his path to becoming a military chaplain and what that'll mean for him. And we'll talk about a group that offers much-needed support and healing to those struggling with a past abortion. Shelley Demers will tell us about what this group is and how it has been able to help many hurting souls. All this and a whole lot more is coming up on our next show that's going to be tomorrow morning, 9 to 11 a.m. Central, right here on the Real Presence Radio Network. Right back to you, Father. Hey, thanks, Eli, for that. Monday, March 9th, terrific show. Uh, That men's conference, I want to repeat that, terrasanta.org. Uh, Archdiocese of New Orleans, uh, Catholic therapist, Dr. Mario Sacasa. Uh, I, I trust that's going to be a busy and full conference from the men from that area in, in western South Dakota. Uh, whether it is Lent, um, whether it is deepening a relationship, maybe um, there's some fracture in your marriage, uh, whether you're, you're wanting to get married and you're, you're looking for that wife and, and the mother of your children. Men, I want to encourage you, whatever it might be, whatever inspiration it is, find it in the next few days. Go to terrasanta.org and register for that conference. It's $40, which includes two meals and the day of presentations from Dr. Sakasa. Uh, we, we, we began we began this morning uh, with Dr. White and the family and moved through lots of good content uh, with, with Lent, including a, a great classroom with seventh, seventh graders here from Trinity Junior High talking about fasting, prayer, and almsgiving, and in a deeper way with Monsignor Richter. Uh, he was going through Christian fasting at its basis uh, uh, and even going down into the depths of it. And so we had a wonderful show uh, to begin the second week in Lent here. Listeners, I trust that your prayer, prayer fasting, and almsgiving and the next 30-some days of Lent can be filled with the joy of Jesus. I'm going to repeat what Monsignor Rector gave to us because I think it's lasting for the season of Lent. Remember, when it comes down to prayer, fasting, or almsgiving, Listeners, it's not just about something, it's about someone, and it's not just about saying no, but it's about saying yes. God bless you today, and have a blessed season of Lent. This has been Real Presence Live on the Real Presence Radio Network. Real Presence Live brings you inspirational stories of faith and a look at the good and holy things happening in our local area. Weekday mornings from 9 to 11 Central. Tune in for an encore of each show beginning Saturday morning at 6. Get the podcast any time of day or night at yourcatholicradiostation.com or on the Real Presence radio app. 
And remember, you can be a part of the conversation through Facebook and Twitter. Real Presence Live, local, engaging, and live on the Real Presence Radio Network.